you are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now the way up to date with the homies is straight, picking up a buddy on that way, my homie. All right, guys and gals, welcome into this Locked on Browns podcast. I am your host, Jared Mueller. Thank you for stopping by. Hope everybody had a good Wednesday, a good hump day. It is time to talk about our Cleveland Browns. And today, the goal is to end the Jimmy Garoppolo rumors, or at least to try to understand them. Let's see how we do. So as many of you know, I broke down uh, Benjamin Albright, uh, someone who I really like to follow uh, out of Colorado who breaks a decent amount of stories, especially for kind of his limited scope. He's got a kind of an ear in Denver, Philadelphia, and obviously some other places. And I don't mean to say that in any type of negative way towards Ben, but he's not a national guy. And the fact that he's able to break so many stories is great. I just, he's not Adam Schefter-like Woj in the NBA, those kind of things. But I broke down his um, reports uh, earlier on a Lockdown Browns podcast where he said that basically NFL guys expect Jimmy Garoppolo to end up with the Browns. Since then, we've had a number of stories that have come out, but do they make sense? So let's kind of focus on what we do know. National guys like Mike Silver and Adam Schefter have made it very, very clear that the New England Patriots are not going to be trading Jimmy Garoppolo. Lane Atkins, uh, who would be the Browns version of uh, Adam Schefter, something of that nature is the best way I can describe him, part of the Orange and Brown Report. Again, you can find my writing and all of his stuff as a subscriber at theobr.com, but Lane has made it pretty clear the Browns made an offer uh, at some level, uh, and you can find those details as a subscriber, but that they're not currently in on Jimmy Garoppolo Uh, partially because of the cost, partially because the Patriots aren't going to trade him. Here's my statement, and then we'll start to break down the rest of it. My first statement is very, very simple. If the Browns wanted Jimmy Garoppolo, they have enough assets to get him. Whether that's the number one overall pick, whether that's the 12th pick and five second round picks over the next two years, whatever it would take to get Jimmy Garoppolo out of New England, the Browns have the ability to make that trade. That's if they saw Jimmy Garoppolo as the guy. The fact that the Browns have the assets, and when I say they have the assets, no one else could get who the Browns could get. It's just impossible outside of trading some players, which is possible. But besides that, the Browns have the draft picks, starting with number one, 12 this year, two second rounders and three second rounders next year, as well as their first next year, the Browns have the assets to get whatever players they want that's reasonable. Heck, I'd even ask the question, what could the Browns do with three first round picks and five second round picks? Could they get an Andrew Luck? While I know that's an extreme amount of assets, the question becomes, does Andrew Luck is he worth it, right? And I'm just using Andrew Luck as an example because I know it's hyperbole, but if the Browns really wanted Jimmy Garoppolo, they could get Jimmy Garoppolo and could move forward with the rest of their offseason plans. 
if they're going to trade a number of assets, then especially in this year's draft, they're going to probably need to bring in a free agent or two, especially on the defensive side of the ball. If they trade number 12 and number 52, they trade 12 and 33, those are two prime assets to develop on the defensive side of the ball. They haven't done that. So the fact that the Browns could get Jimmy Garoppolo and really almost any player in the NFL at this point in time um, and haven't, and they have the assets, they've got the salary cap to sign him to pretty much any contract they want and haven't, to me, points to the fact that the Browns are not in on Jimmy Garoppolo. Number two, that points to me that the Browns are not in on Jimmy Garoppolo. And again, I'm just trying to be logical here, guys. That's it. Let's just focus on logic, not what you want, not what I want. Because here's the thing. Even if I wanted Jimmy Garoppolo, like I wanted Tyrod Taylor, like I want Kirk Cousins, I would be saying the same thing, right? Kirk Cousins, same thing. If the Browns really wanted him, they have the assets and the salary cap space to make a deal happen. Because Washington would not turn down whatever the Browns could offer if they really, really wanted Kirk Cousins. And so that would be a deal that'd be happening. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's a deal that's going to be happening anytime soon, just like Jimmy Garoppolo. So here's my second reason I don't believe the Browns are in on Jimmy Garoppolo or really Kirk Cousins, and that's based on salary structure. So the Browns, I talked about it yesterday with the Kirk Cousins rumors, but the Browns spent a lot of money on their offensive line, which makes sense when you're planning to pay a quarterback a rookie salary cap. Right, So if I draft a quarterback in the first round, I have them for five years on this cheap freaking contract. I can pay his offensive line a lot. And then as he develops, his offensive line might have to get cheaper, but the quarterback's gotten better, so he doesn't need as much of an offensive line. Right, It's a perfect logistical way of thinking. So that's where I'm at. I like Kirk Cousins. I'm not as big a fan of Jimmy Garoppolo. Again, we're talking about price. We're talking about experience. We're talking about all those things, right? Kirk Cousins has proven over two years what he can be. He's definitely a better version of Andy Dalton. Jimmy Garoppolo has done none of that and would cost similar both in trade and in a contract. And when I say similar... At the money that they're talking about, 19 million and 16 million really aren't that different from each other, right? Or 16 million and 20, 22, we're still not talking about a huge amount of money. We are, but percentage wise, we're not talking about a huge amount of money. And so if the Browns had the option of trading a similar amount for what most would consider as a better quarterback in Kirk Cousins and paying him, you know, a bigger contract, but still a big contract. Over Jimmy Garoppolo, you would think they would have done it. So let's look at how the reporting has happened. Adam Silver, sorry, Mike Silver. Adam Silver is the NBA commissioner. Uh, Mike Silver, Adam Schefter, Lane Atkins, uh, and a variety of other people, uh, I believe Jason Locke and Forna as well, have reported that it's not happening. The Patriots aren't trading him. The Browns aren't in, all of that kind of stuff. And yet, every single day, it seems like all we hear is a new rumor that the Browns are in. Mike Freeman noted that NFL teams, quote, still believe the Patriots will trade Garoppolo with his likely destination being the Cleveland Browns. 
And he confirmed that they're asking for two first-round picks. While most around the league think the price will come down, Mike Freeman thinks the Browns and Garoppolo is happening. Then uh, John Clayton of ESPN was interviewed, and he said that Garoppolo could be head of the Browns soon. So, what? How? How do you come to this? Here's how Clayton comes to this. And again, I'm quoting this. Uh, CBS Sports quoted this directly out of the radio interview. And here's the quote. With the Patriots not having picks in rounds one or two, one and two, sorry, there's got to be some kind of trade coming up with Jimmy Garoppolo. So again, you guys know and gals know I'm very, very logical. Logically speaking, that makes sense. The Patriots do not have picks in rounds one and two. So a trade could happen. All right. I'm with you on some logic there. The fact that a Jimmy Garoppolo trade could happen. Now you're starting to confuse me. Because the the Patriots could allow Malcolm Butler to sign with, say, New Orleans Saints, where he's currently at and then and get the 11th pick from the Saints because he's a restricted free agent with a first round tender and now they have the 11th pick which they could then I don't know trade for say number 33 and number 52 right so but the other thing is while this is a logical thought process there's nothing about this that is a report much like Ben Albright's report or statement earlier in the offseason where NFL executives believe or think this is the same thing we're talking about here with John Clayton. People are putting two and two together and expecting it to make sense as of, as five. The Patriots don't have a first or second round pick because they picked up Brandon Cooks. Uh, and now just because of that and because the Browns have a lot of draft picks, all of a sudden, that just means the Browns are trading for Jimmy Garoppolo. Again, when you're talking about two teams in the Browns and the Patriots who have dealt with each other before, I think they have a good idea of what's going on. What is happening, though, is that people are putting two and two together and creating a story. You can't find anywhere, anywhere that I have searched that anyone has reported that the Browns and the Patriots are working on a deal. As a matter of fact, the only thing I can find outside of conjecture, which is what John Clayton's is, and again, I'm not mad at John Clayton. It's what we're taking from John Clayton's words, really. They have no draft picks, so there's got to be some trade coming. That's just a conversation. That's what me and you are going to talk about under the, or under the water cooler or by the water cooler. That makes sense, but it's not a report. You can't find a report that the Browns and the Patriots are working on a deal or are close to a deal. You can't find them because they don't exist. Instead, what you find is conjecture, discussion, and really wondering, what would the Browns deal? What would the Patriots take? Those are all very, very interesting conversations, which I think are very valid and valuable to have. 
how good do the Browns think Jimmy Garoppolo is? If they think he is a franchise quarterback, how much would they be willing to trade for their franchise quarterback? Because don't get me wrong, Hugh Jackson, Sashi Brown, Andrew Barry, at some level, their careers in Cleveland depend on getting the quarterback decision correct. So whether that's Garoppolo, Cousins, I don't care who else that could be traded for, or if that's in the NFL draft where there are at least four quarterbacks that most think have a first-round grade. I've got an article coming up on the Orange and Brown Report, hopefully sometime tomorrow, uh, about kind of where people see them and why people see them at different levels. If, if, if it's one of them, that probably gives the regime a little bit of time, buys them time to let the rest of the team develop, to bring in more talent on the defensive side of the ball and not be as rushed. If they trade for a Garoppolo or a Kirk Cousins, the time frame is sped up very, very fast. But don't get it twisted. The Browns, this regime, is tied to whatever quarterback decision they make. It's why I don't see them punting. There are a lot of people that are just overjoyed that uh, Rosen and Allen um, and all of the rest of the different quarterbacks, uh, Darnold out of USC, all the different quarterbacks that could come out next year, they're just infatuated by them because everyone's excited for next year. Because then we get another year, we're going to pick some holes in these quarterbacks, and then we're going to look at all these young, exciting quarterbacks that uh, college defensive ha- ha- defenses haven't had tape on or had time to really adjust to. And then we'll pick them apart too, because that's what ends up happening kind of every year. So the Browns, this regime is going to be at some level defined by this move. The conjecture, the conversation is great. It's great to understand. Here's the question that you all and I have to, and the Browns have to answer. If they believe Jimmy Garoppolo is a franchise level quarterback, what is it worth to them? Not to me, not to you, and it's not because our opinions don't matter as as fans, as analysts, whatever. It matters what it matters to them, and if Jimmy Garoppolo is not worth the number one overall pick because Miles Garrett is so great, okay. Let's say Miles Garrett wasn't in this draft. Would Jimmy Garoppolo be worth the number one pick? Or another way to say it, if the Browns had the number two pick as well, would Jimmy Garoppolo be worth the number two pick? If the answer is no, all right, what about 12 and 33 and 52? No? And is he really a franchise quarterback? As important as those positions are, as that position is, is he really a franchise quarterback? If he's not worth number one or number two, I get number one because Miles Garrett's supposed to be this universally praised, amazing uh, defensive lineman, edge rusher. Great. But everybody else after that, many people would say this is a great deep draft, but maybe there's a drop off from Garrett to number two. So is Jimmy Garoppolo worth number two? Or is he worth 12, 33, and 52 for the Browns? If if he's not, if the Browns have decided he's not, then then they're not willing to stake their time in Cleveland on him. And that means he's probably not coming to Cleveland. Now, 
Am I mad at the Browns if they really are interested and they're just trying to negotiate down the price? No. But I would expect, based on everything that we know, that if the Browns were really in on Jimmy Garoppolo, we would hear more than conjecture. But we've heard nothing but conjecture. Nothing. Everything else, that's all it is. The only reporting we have is that the Browns are not in and the Patriots aren't trading him. So will it end? No, we're about 40-some days away from the NFL draft. Every single quarterback, uh, and we'll just keep wrapping back to them. We'll keep wrapping back to Jimmy Garoppolo. The reality is, is fans, media, and I, if I can be real blunt, from a media perspective, it's an interesting story. It is. It's really the interesting story. The number one overall pick is decided. Make sure we every, everyone knows this, that can hear the sound of my voice. The number one pick has been decided. Smiles Garrett. Greg Williams told a room full of people, can't wait to coach Miles Garrett. That's the number one overall pick. So that's already been decided. Free agency has really hit a lull. So guess what can be talked about for the next 40 freaking days? The Browns could trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Here's why. It makes sense. Right? And then if the Saints do let Malcolm Butler go to uh, New Orleans or whoever else might sign him, maybe the Browns do some kind of crazy trade involving picks and Jimmy Garoppolo. And, well, the Saints got the 11th pick so that the Browns would give up blankety-blank and blankety-blank for Jimmy Garoppolo, but get this back. Or whatever they whatever concoction can happen, everything is... It's not even the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's the one degree of Jimmy Garoppolo and the Cleveland Browns. But there's nothing out there, guys and gals. I just want to make sure we're clear. There's nothing out there. There's no reports. And if we just break it down logically, it does not make sense. But that's just one guy's processing and understanding of the situation. What's yours? Get a hold of me on Twitter. That's at Jared K. Mueller, that's at J-A-R-E-D-K-M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Thanks for stopping by this Locked on Browns podcast, and go Browns!